Hey, everybody. Uh, my name's Justin Jesse, and this is What's Your Favorite? Thanks for stopping by. Tonight, I'm going to be talking to my buddy Dan, and let's get into it. How's it going? Hey, buddy. How are you? Thanks for coming on, man. Absolutely. For you, anything. Well, like, I, literally anything. I I appreciate that. You need me to kill a guy? Uh, not yet. I'll get All right, to. good, because uh, this would be admissible evidence. All right, I'm, I'm so. still waiting. Um, right. Dan. Yes? Got a question for you. Sure. What is your favorite song to play on the guitar? Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> fuck you for this. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, there's no cussing on this new podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you I'm just kidding. it out if you, you want. It's, it's fun. Fuck away. <laughs> um, I... Damn, dude. Um, this is that brand of gotcha journalism I've been known for. <laughs> no kidding, dude. Uh, is it dumb to say my own? No, not at all. Okay. Um, so there's a song. Uh, so there was a song off the album, uh, figure it out mm-hmm. that we did. Um, I love that album. Thanks. Uh, it, I like it for some reasons and I absolutely hate it for others. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I used to be in a band called bone setters. I'm going to look it up here. Uh, because <laughs> <laughs> try and find the album list. Yeah. Cause uh, there, there are a couple, um, that were, there were a couple that were good. Um, there we go. Uh, off that thing that, that I really liked. There was mm-hmm. one. Um, so it, it was actually the first and the last song. So perfect. Um, the first song is called House Fires. I loved playing that song, and I loved playing uh, the last song on that EP, Greed. Um, I felt like with House Fires, we were kind of going, like, I I had really kind of stretched myself. When, when I first started writing that song, I was on tour out to LA with uh, Sloth Pop. I was their acoustic opener. So were you and, were you touring Savages at this point? So Savages was yet to come out. Okay. It was like that was the summer of 2011. Savages came out in uh, January or February 2012. And Savages is the is the first album, correct? Yeah, you guys did, yeah. did together. And let me hold on before you get into it. Okay. If whoever's listening in this podcast and you haven't heard of Bone Setters, go and find these guys. Go and listen. I was, I was actually, I was listening to figure it out today. Um, okay. And it's, it's so funny. It's so weird to like, to know somebody and I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to like, I do kind of separate you from that a little bit. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I got you. And I listen to it. I separate it. myself from it as well. So <laughs> and, it's like not out of anything. Well, it's, it's somewhat like, some feelings that I have about that time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's, it's going back and listening to somebody that I'm not anymore. You know, that was my, that was my question. Cause I, I know I've heard you, like we've kind of brought talked about this before, I think. And that, um, and I know that, um, that Ben has talked about this as well with, um, with failed astronauts, like the songs that he wrote, even from their album that came out like last year, mm-hmm. um, he had written those so long ago, but that by the time he he listens to it now, it's like I'm completely different than I was back then. You know, and, and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, yeah, it's like anytime you're making something, that's I guess it's super fucking weird because like what I do now is I'm making stuff that is very immediate, right? Yeah, that is. It's not, it doesn't have, it maybe doesn't have the same shelf life, right? Like, cause I'm streaming, 
Uh, Side Quest Sunday is probably the one that has the longest shelf life on it. Um, where if somebody listens to it like five years from now, the people that are the guests are probably still doing the thing. Um, and like, so I'm doing the stream. I'm I'm streaming on Twitch. I'm making a podcast. I'm currently making a podcast called Destiny Digest, which is like a short form mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah, I, I saw you posting about that the other day. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little five minute Destiny news podcast. And it's like it's. I mean, if you watch YouTube videos, you probably get the same thing, but not from me because I hate editing video and <laughs> audio is so much easier to just be like, okay, I'm going to write this script, I'm going to record it, and I don't have a give a sh- I don't have to give a shit about how it looks. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I just I just, yeah. I, just I won't uh, talk about this too long, but I just started a YouTube channel not too long ago, and I yeah. completely agree. You know, after yeah. having a podcast for like three years, like I had it down packed you know what i mean like i i knew what i was doing except for tonight i'm a little rusty dan um it's okay but you know it's like i had my system and you know i it's just like once you get into it like that's fucking it but like when you're dealing with another medium which is why i never did youtube with the previous podcast Mm -hmm. is that it just i don't know it just it wasn't my it wasn't my forte at the time um but I'm interested to see like how it works. You know what I mean? Because I'm yeah. the, I'm the kind of, I don't know if you're like this, but I'm the kind of person where it's like if I get into something like and I'm into it, I'm like I'm fucking all in. Oh, you dude. know what I mean? I'm 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 that same exact person. Um, when I first started streaming, I tried to figure out every fucking aspect of it. Yeah, and like part of it when I. So when it comes to workflow, I try to find a really efficient workflow and go with it. Mm-hmm. And so with streaming, I kind of have my thing now. I know exactly what I need to do. I have four buttons that I need to push, pop, 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 and I'm good, right? I'm done. Uh, unless my computer decides to shit out on me like it did midstream today, um, which was interesting. We still – it worked out. I restarted my computer and started stream back up and people were hanging out, so that was cool. Um, but like – when it comes to side quest Sunday, side quest Sunday, I was editing it. I was grabbing the audio from, from everybody. I was editing that side by side. It was in stereo. And I was like, Oh, isn't this great? This is really cool. (laughs) I've got all this time to make this thing. And like, then I lost my job and I was like, Oh shit, I've only got this thing now. (laughs) uh, And so, and so I had all the time in the world to kind of make it this thing. And now this, this, time around this season it's i've had to kind of change out of necessity Mm -hmm. so i was like well i kind of want a video component to it so let's just record everything through obs let's say fuck it to audacity until i get down to the final edit stage and let's uh like i'll just i'll try to i'll try to mix it in in i'll try to mix it live and it'll be fine it'll it's a podcast it's not a symphony right yeah like the main the main idea is to get the interview down and to get uh, the information out there and have it be entertaining. And if it's if it's all three of those things, then fucking awesome. Uh, I've had episodes that were absolute train wrecks that are probably the best episodes that I've ever done. Uh, also, ones that were absolute train wrecks that were probably not the best ones that I've ever done. <laughs> so, but I learned how to do Vegas, like Sony Vegas, and I figured like. I watch YouTube videos for everything. I yeah, don't I th- have a form- I formal I, education. I think it's I, just- that, I do the same thing. I'm like yeah. University of YouTube. I think I have yeah. Sony Vegas on here because I bought it in a humble bundle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, you know use I mean? my code? Because if so, then thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Danfinity, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but hold on. So back to the original questions. Okay. House Fires. You think that is – that's your favorite song to play? Well, because I think – God damn it. Like, there are too many of mine that I liked playing. I Like, if I, if, like, gun to my head, I'm forced to pick, I would say House Fires. Because the process of, the, of writing that song was lengthy, but I feel like it, it's probably the most concise piece that I, that we ever wrote. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and let me see. I, I'm I'm bringing it up here to see if uh, the label didn't put the lyrics up. Boo. Um, but it was like um, so. I had been kind of toying around with the with the but like oh yeah oh my god yeah that's awesome yeah and on the first album on the first album we did Sean Gannon and it was kind of like this slow kind of plotting thing but it's it like becomes this majestic ha at the end right <laughs> and so it's kind of like arcade fiery in that in that way which is mm-hmm. was a band that i was really into at the time and now i'm like uh, oh, what god. the fuck are you guys doing fucking like, love arcade fire dude so the suburbs is a real is like their best album and like funeral before that is their second best album yeah or, and like neon bibles okay you can their springsteen is definitely showing mm-hmm. and then everything else after that i just I, I can't get behind and they, that's my indie rock they glasses this, being <laughs> they had this great oh man I, I saw this like years ago they performed in the, it, it was um, fuck I don't even think this channel exists anymore Palladia uh, did you ever get did you ever get that channel I, I, don't, I don't know think if you guys so. get that in, in, in Indiana or not but we had this channel it was called Palladia and it was all um, you know there was no more MTV and well it, the, the version of MTV that I remember no more VH1, the version that I remember. So yeah. Palladia actually played music videos and concert videos. Like, you could turn on Palladia at any time, and it would be, like, fucking uh, Glastonbury, like, you know, 2008 or some shit, you know? Yeah. And it would be, like, uh, the Pixies and fucking Hall and & Oates, and, you know, they had the weirdest fucking lineups at those things, but fantastic. But anyway, they had this arcade fire... Um, like gigantic concert like in brazil or some shit like that like mm-hmm. they just get like these massive fucking crowds down there where there's got there's got to be like a hundred thousand people that they're playing to you know what i mean because you know like i guess when concerts come to a place like that fucking everybody goes because you know when's the next time arcade fire or you know well, glass- metallica or and yeah this is in brazil i know our glass and berries probably got to be oh jeez i mean it's huge a like huge, that's, huge, huge. that's a huge festival yeah. Um, but man, I just, I love that band. They're, they're just so fucking yeah. good. Um, does it, does it embarrass you that I, that if I said that, I think you have a very lovely voice. No, it doesn't embarrass okay. me because I do have a lovely voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you, kidding. I, I, like, no, you really like, do though. Like I, I just, I don't know that. I mean the whole, I mean, I, I like both of these albums, but like okay. gun to my head, figure it out. It probably because it's the first one I listened to. Um, mm-hmm. because when I was introduced to you, from um you know our our friends at bads had you on their yeah. podcast and um i i had like seen your name on twitter and stuff like that and you know we've already kind of gone through this but yeah. um so i immediately you know your band was like featured as their band of the week and i was like man it's really fuck this is like this is the kind of stuff that i like but mm-hmm. i'm in like a weird stage <laughs> i guess a okay. weird a weird place in life where it's like i listen to what i listen to and like when I turn on the radio, there's it's either like classic rock where it's funny, like classic rock is all like eighties and shit now. Right. Or like pop music and like there there's not like there's no more like alternative nation or hundred and twenty minutes. And I'm not trying to put you guys in that box, but like right. it, it, that just doesn't exist anymore. At least not where I can find it, you know? And like the closest mm-hmm. I get to that is is listening to bads because of all the music that um uh, Narwolf, you know, that yeah. Nar finds and puts on, like, or just the music that these guys know and have exposed me to. It's just like, wow, you know, I really like this stuff. And I've, you know, either it's old and I just missed out on it. And, you know, mm-hmm. I just listen to the same shit all the time. And then to find something new and to find something that I really liked and from somebody who I now knew um, was just an added bonus. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. I just, this is the kind of album. I guess because there wasn't, like, I didn't hear, like, a single, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I heard that, and then I just listened to the whole fucking thing, like, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass either. Like, this okay. album, like, from beginning to end, like, mm-hmm. I love it and can listen to every fucking song on there. And awesome. they're they're just, all, they're all, they're just all so good, like, Sundown, like, and it's funny, like... I'll go through phases, like, with any album, like, you know, a song that I really like that I'll go back to, like, it, it might be, like, Saint Led Astray or, you know, or mm-hmm. Golden Youth or whatever. 
Um, but uh, it's just a it's just a, a great great album and something that you know I'm sure you are proud of. But yeah. it is uh, it's uh, it's great. And I yeah, it's funny. Thanks. Whenever anybody tells me like, oh, got any band? Like who who are you listening to? I'd be like, oh, you gotta check these bone setter guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, but uh, but that's that's when did you when did you start playing music? Um. So. I became interested in playing guitar probably when I was like 16 and it was for chicks, right? No. Um, (laughs) like I did want to, I wanted to be in a band Yeah, yeah. and because my friends, I had like seven friends. They started like a semi hardcore, like screamo thing. Like haste the day was a really big band in Indiana at the time. And a lot of my friends were like friends with hasted the day and they wanted to start like a screamo band. They called themselves Skies of Unrest. And I was supposed to be the bass player. And then my parents wouldn't get me a bass. And I thought they were the worst parents in the world. <laughs> and then instead I was like, well, I want to play guitar. And so I took lessons for a couple years, like off and on. And it just wasn't like the first guy taught me tablature. And then the second guy tried to tried to correct that. And he was this kind of like old rockabilly dude and could play just about anything. And mm-hmm. I took I like I didn't pay attention to him the way that I think I should have now um, because he was he was a really good teacher. Did he dress like the Stray Cats? No, but like he had a fucking pompadour before <laughs> that was like cool again. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm picturing like Brian Setzer. <laughs> like, yeah, he had, like he was this older dude. He was probably missing his bottom row of teeth and like because his jaw kind of came up in that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Hey, daddy Oh, come on. Yeah, and, like, it was, he was, he was a good, he was a good guy, and, um, so, yeah, I, I don't know, it, so I did that for a while, and then was like, you know what, I'll learn it at my own speed, and so, like, just started, like, kind of plodding along, not really, like, not really, kind of knowing enough about it to think that it was magic, but at the same time, understand that it's engineering, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, I like, I don't know. I like would learn some songs here and there. Um, and then started writing my own stuff. We would, uh, it was, uh, I started a band called the Indies, the E N D I E S S probably when I was like 18. Um, it was after it was about it was toward the end of my my second school <laughs> that I dropped out of <laughs> uh and we started playing shows and stuff and I moved out of the house and I moved into an apartment with the bandmates and that didn't go well and so yeah I we would just I was under 21 and I couldn't go to bars or anything so I'd go to Starbucks and I'd sing like I'd bring my guitar and stay there until like three o'clock in the morning when they shut down and like then so go back would, the next so you would do like and, open mic at at like the coffee house yeah yeah well it was a starbucks so like it's a national chain and yeah, they yeah. didn't really have that and uh, probably i was annoying them more than anything <laughs> <laughs> so uh he's buying and, coffee so we can't tell him to leave yeah i mean and like they'd compliment me every once in a while and i made friends who were who would do the exact same thing and we'd stay out super late and and play music together on this on the curb outside of Starbucks and like it was it was a really interesting time in my life when I when I started doing that because I I had want, had I wanted to do comic book design prior like I wanted to be an illustrator mm-hmm. and the schools that I went to my parents like I my parents sent me to schools that were more focused on graphic design which good on them like it's a career focused thing. They, at the end of the day, they they were trying to make sure that I was secure enough that I could make a dime making art, right? Yeah. And th- they tried, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but I ended up dropping out of that and rebelling really hard. My my relationship with my parents didn't really get better until maybe like five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. I've always loved them. Um, but it was probably like five or six years ago where I stopped being like an asshole about religion with them yeah, and politics and stopped trying to be like a snooty dick every time like something happened. 
Uh, my dad still does that occasionally, so that's fun. Um, <laughs> but our relationship has improved. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I know where you're coming from there. That's why. I yeah. just I just surround myself with people that are in echo chambers, so I don't have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, just, well, I'm just kidding. But for me, it's like I'm open to different opinions and differing opinions. But my parents raised me with a good, like, moral background of what was right and wrong. Yeah, and kind of seeing. <clears throat> I don't know. Growing up, I would I would call them hypocrite quite op- often because yeah. they're very religious, but they but they choose to spend their time on things that that if Jesus were around, he'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, like no, I hear you. I chill no, out on that. I hear you loud it's, and clear. Yeah. So, like, anyways, um, but yeah, I rebelled super hard against them and decided to go my own path, and so from. So I moved in with that band. That didn't work out because the the drummer was stealing the rent money. I fucking drummers. Moved, I know. I moved back in with the uh, with my parents for like a year, and I worked at a hardware store for a year and a half. And then I went. I started working at a library. Um, that was the, the, like in the the uh, the capital of the county that I grew up in and I moved up to Muncie. I, it's like an hour away from, <laughs> from my job because I had friends up there and we'd play music and that's where all my friends were. And that's where I thought, I thought that there was something in the water that made good songs. Mm-hmm. And like to a certain extent, I think, I, I think I was correct just because like my, you know, my friends were there, but, um, it was it, it was just a really creative time, and Bone Sitters came out of it and kind of ran with that for ten years. Um, but yeah, I think that answers your question. It's yeah, been so it, long it, since you asked it. it <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. Like I, like I, like on on one hand, it seems like such a such a tough struggle to do something that you love, but on mm-hmm. the other hand it's also a romantic notion of doing the struggle to do something that you love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I, I, I had lunch on that for years, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, because yeah, you're kind of living that, like I'm an artist and artists have got to starve. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's not true at all. You don't have to be a struggling artist at all. You can be a perfectly fine artist who like, you know, has a dental plan. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like, it's because I, I always wanted to be, I wanted to be so good at something mm-hmm. that I, I would have that drive to kind of like, like I've always wanted something other, you know what I mean? Um, and not like other than my family or anything, but like other than what I do, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I have friends who like, I feel like, you know, um, I can do a lot of things, right? Yeah. But I don't necessarily... That's not true. I mean, I do some things really well. But I wish there was that one thing. Like, it's funny. I'm looking over at two guitars here in the room. Mm -hmm. And I'll pick them up and I'll play them, like, you know, very poorly. Um, Same. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's funny. my, My dad actually did get me the bass. I begged for a fucking bass because at that... I mean, this is like early 90s and I thought I was gonna. Excuse You're, me. Be like, I was. I want. I was going to be the next, next Les- Chris Novoselic. No, 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 no. I wanted to be like. I wanted to be the next Les Claypool. Oh, okay. You know? Well, that's fucking weird. Okay. Or or Flea. You know what? Fucking yeah. Les Claypool is out there killing it right now. By the way. All right. I was. I was All listening right. to Primus not too long ago. I was like, yeah. I wonder, what, I wonder what he's up to. He's still fucking touring. That guy. He's he's with Sean Lennon. Sean Lennon and oh, no Les shit. Claypool are like wrote an album. It's called like the Lennon Claypool Experience or something I, like I'll that. I have to check that out. Yeah, I was just like looking up like, I don't know. I was, uh, you know, just looking yeah. up him now, and it was like some concert performance that was like you know it's got to be like a year old but you know of course he's got like all gray hair and but like man i was like i was all in on fucking primus back in the day and Mm -hmm. but anyway so my dad got me this like series 10 bass Um, how many strings did it have 
It had four. Like eight? No. Okay. <laughs> it, had, it had eight strings. It was fretless. Uh, it was like, it was made out of five different you, you woods. Do you only use the top two? <laughs> yeah. I only slapped the top two. That's it. Um, but like, yeah, I wanted to be like fucking Flea, you know? And, yeah. and it's just like, he gets me the bass, but no fucking lessons. So mm-hmm. here I am like sitting in my room fucking slapping the bass. I have no idea what I'm fucking doing. It's like, oh, well, you know. Um, everything says you need to play guitar before that. So I get the guitar and then it's still like no lessons. <laughs> I have no yeah. access to go to a lesson. Um, right. and yeah, it was like, I think we got it at fucking like service merchandise. It was like, you know, um, it looked like a Stratocaster, but it had the, uh, it had an amp built into the, oh. <laughs> to the guitar. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. A little speaker in it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I gotcha. Oh yeah. It's a piece I know of that shit. guy. And so, yeah, I just never, yeah, never got me any lessons or did anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I try to, like, teach myself, but also, like, my focuses were on, you know, partying and girls. And mm-hmm. that was pretty much it. And yeah. so so that kind of fell by the wayside. And it wasn't until, like, like I got out of high school and I I was cooking at um, – I started working at uh, – well, I was, go- I was in college and – I had come back from, I was, I had just started school. Sorry. I just started school, moved back in with my parents or my dad and his girlfriend, uh, now wife. And so they're like, you need to get a job. I had like a little money saved up and all I was doing was fucking dicking around every day. And they're like, you need to get a job. And I would like, I would come home and there would be like pamphlets for the fucking army and <laughs> all these, like, you know, on my bed and like, all right, I get the picture. So anyway, so I get this job at Ruby Tuesdays um, at uh, this mall in Delaware, and the um, one of the cooks is this guy Chris, and he Chris was probably like thirty two years old, and mm-hmm. to me at the time, like he he seemed like he was like <laughs> like so old. When I think back, like man, I wish I was fucking thirty two years old. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like in comparison, it's so young, but he seemed like so old and learned. You know, he was like the grill cook, and that was like the top of the food chain. You know, mm-hmm. and so I would hang out with him, and he's like a real hippie guy, and he would play guitar all like we'd go over to his house and you know hang out till like you know all hours in the morning, and um, he would always play guitar. Like you know what, I'm play guitar, and then. Um, my grandmother had this beauty shop and she sold it and she gave me like, she gave me like $500. So I took the $500 mm-hmm. and I went and I bought an acoustic Epiphone. Okay. And so cool. I, I would go over to Chris's house and we'd sit there and he'd show me stuff. And man, I drove, and by this time I had moved out and I think I learned to play like day tripper. Just yeah. like that. I drove my fucking roommates crazy. Yeah. Because you're I only played, playing day tripper. Oh, I'm playing day tripper like eight hours a day. <laughs> and then, you know, I would hate you. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was so bad, dude. It was so bad. I had I had a roommate. He was our he was a former, <laughs> a former bassist. And like he would just play ween. It's going to be a long night over and over again and i was like <laughs> fucking i don't know if i can be in this house anymore <laughs> you've played that song like 80 times today like push the little things and make them come up oh my god yeah like memories he's it's gonna be a long night <laughs> that you are new in town i must did a spit take it was yeah it was <laughs> so he'd do that yeah i don't know I fucking love the guy now, but Jesus, at the time it was, it was a trial and patience. Yeah, but I did end up like you know I got some books and you know some uh, CDs and VHS tapes. Yeah, and uh, you know like slowly taught myself some chords and how to read tab and you know I've never got like really good, but like you know that dream is always there. I just but I mm-hmm. you know. I mean, there must be, there's something inside like a person like you who like just takes it to that next level. And maybe it's because like you had people who wanted to be in a band as well. Like, mm-hmm. and it's funny, like you think about people like you two, right? Those guys barely mm-hmm. knew how to play their, their instruments yeah. when they got together, but still do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's because the edge has that fucking gigantic cabinet. He carries all over the place and makes it They're sound like he plays drummer awesome. Only- yeah, their drummer only uses like two pieces of his kit, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but um, 
<laughs> he stands up. He's da, 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 da. I don't know. But I wish, anyway. I, I, yeah, I wish I would have had that. Like maybe that would have driven me to do it instead of just like being by myself all the time. And but it it taught me enough to be like, you know, if I had like. <laughs> If I had like you know a girl over, it'd be like, oh, let me play you something, you know? Oh you, yeah, I was like, that guy too. Play like Shooting Star by fucking <laughs> oh, Ghetto Superstar. Oh god, <laughs> no, not that song. I'm thinking like like Thirty Eight Special or some shit like that. No bad. It was Bad Company. Yeah, Bad Company. Yeah. It's oh so God. funny. And I used to like, dude, I would write these fucking songs and play them for Lisa or we dating. And I think back now, like, oh my God, it's so cringy. And I know I have them in a notebook somewhere around here. Yeah. Oh God. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so fucking oh, bad. No, like the worst thing. So when I was in high school and learning to play guitar, um, I started dating this girl from Connorsville and her name was Lacey. And we met at a speech competition and I was playing guitar and she liked guys who played guitar. And she so was, was like, mute, so you won already. No, I'm just no. <laughs> so, so she was like, I, she liked guys who played guitar. So I was like, I play guitar. And she mm. goes, well, do, can you play brown eyed girl? That's my favorite song. And I was like, well, let me learn it. And so I listened to it and I was like, I hate this fucking song. And, uh, I listened to it like probably like eight or nine more times. Didn't practice it before I tried to show it to her. Mm -hmm. And then we're sitting. She had came came to New Pal to visit me. And we sat in my driveway and I played it for her. And it was not Brown Eyed Girl. I don't know what that song was, but it was (laughs) definitely not Brown Eyed Girl. It had the lyrics to Brown Eyed Girl, but uh, I just did not have the timing right. And oh luckily, that relationship didn't work out so that she couldn't lord that over me forever. Oh, wait. Well, I mean, like, she could, like, just show up on Instagram and be like, hey, remember when you were this dick? Yeah. And, remember when yeah. you sucked at playing brown-eyed girl? Yeah. And I remember when you had bad taste in music? And then we'd go back and forth, and that's how our relationship ended. Uh... <laughs> what's, um, what's your favorite cover song to play? Oh, uh, I believe it's called Waltz Number Nine by Elliot Smith. Um, hmm. Let me. Uh, uh, Elliot Smith. Um, well, it's called Waltz Number Two. Excuse me. Uh, like it. Oh shit! Like, I just found it. Elliot Smith is a really. I I love I love his work, um, but like. The the song the song starts it's it's a waltz mm-hmm. no so it's it's a boom boom boom, boom, boom like that kind of thing and he's like and like just the opening lines when he's like first the mic then a half cigarette and like it was it like hit me immediately and I learned it like nobody's business mm-hmm. like I look. <sighs> I don't know. It just it goes so many places. You can tell he's a fan of the Beatles because of just how like how the br- bridges work and like he he's like the bridge is like I'm here today, expected to stay. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a total and like on, I can totally hear that. On, I'm tired. So tired. Like it's fucking kills every time i got goosebumps singing it because it's so fucking like the construction of that bridge Mm -hmm. is so good i saved it i can't wait to listen to it now so fun like i i just i love it so much man and i i learned how to play that that was a good one i i I, on one of our album releases i wanted to i wanted to play that and somebody in the crowd called encore and so I went out and I played that and then we played another song. I want to say we played Sean Gannon. Um, but I start I, uh, I started playing and this guy heckled me and he goes, you should learn, you should learn how to play a song. <laughs> and I was like, what was your, what's your name, sir? And he said, he said, uh, let's just say like Justin fucking Manning. And I was like, well, that's unfortunate that your mother, Gave you the middle name fucking and then went right back into it. 
to like some applause from the crowd, you know, <laughs> and like <laughs> then we closed out like with Sean Gannon and like we walked off stage and that guy bought a CD. <laughs> so like it was I don't know. It's just like a fun fucking song. And I just ha- I have that that memory with it and that experience with it. And yeah. Do you are you, are you a fan of the Beatles? I am a fan of the Beatles. What's your favorite? Uh, George George is my favorite. If yeah. that was your no, 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 no. Um, okay, yeah, that's a good choice. That's a strong choice, though. Uh, what's your favorite Beatles song? Fuck, man. It's funny. I only intended on asking one favorite question. But, uh, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of the theme of the podcast, I guess. I'll roll with it. Yeah. If I, I'll I'll go first. Um, All right. It's uh, it's don't let me down. Something that something about that song. It's just I don't know. It's just so. I guess my favorite uh, Beatles song. I guess my favorite Beatles song is with a little help from my friends, but not the Beatles version of it. It's mm-hmm. the Joe Cocker version that oh, was at yeah. the beginning of uh, that one fucking TV show, The Wonder Years. Yeah, yeah. And where he's like, "What would I do if I sang out of tune?" Oh yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's such a better version when he's singing. It. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> Uh, f- fucking Fred Savage, man. I, I, I yeah. really enjoy that guy. Have you listened to, um, I just started listening to this podcast. I just discovered it. Um, armchair expert with Dak Shepard. Uh, I've, I've heard about it. Am I, it, to be honest, my podcast feed, I have like so many fucking podcasts that yeah, I know I hear you. Yeah. That I've like subscribed to. And I'm like, I don't have the time in a week to listen to all these, but i fucking try i really try yeah well i'm in the car so much that uh Mm -hmm. you know i i kind of i don't i wouldn't say i run out of things to listen to um Mm -hmm. you know i also like i mean sometimes i just i just ride in silence or listen to music and you know uh or try and like catch up on things but it's funny like when i find a new podcast i'll go and it might be like all i listen to that week and so i really like dax shepherd as an actor um I think he's really funny. I think he's a really genuine dude. He's from he's from the Midwest. I think he's he's from uh, mm-hmm. Michigan, and oh, cool. um, and I just I I don't know. I just all the interactions I've seen of him like off screen. Uh, yeah, I've he really, seems like I, a good dude. I really enjoy him. Right, so I was like, oh, yeah. well, let me listen to this podcast, and it's it's really really good. And it's it's just it's funny the things that he he kind of like obsesses over. Um, but he just had on this week, he had on Fred Savage and I've mm-hmm. heard Fred Savage on other podcasts and he's not like, he just seems like, like a regular kind of dude who worries about the same things. You know what I mean? Like he was talking yeah. about, you know, he, he, well, he directs things now and he has this new show, but he, you know, talking about like, you know, thinking about providing for his family and, you know, yeah. it, it's probably not that hard being Fred Savage, but you know, I'm sure you have, you know, the bottom can fall out anytime in, in Hollywood. But um, he just – he's a guy who, like, I love that. When that show came out, and he's only, like, a, a couple years older than I am. Mm-hmm. And, like, when that show came out, it really hit me. You know what I meant? Or, you know yeah. what I mean? And so the fact that he grew up to not be a, a fucking dick is, yeah. is amazing. Um, but I really like that show. And, um, yeah, check check that out. I mean, okay. he, has, he has some really uh, – great interviews on there mm-hmm. and he talks been, like so casually it's it's great it's great i've been listening to this uh so they did a season of this last year and then this year they've done another season which is kind of cool it's called i only listen to the mountain goats it's based it's around the band mountain goats um and they and it's the it's jeremy jeremy craner who does welcome to night vale yeah gotcha. it's him interviewing uh oh what's his name it's like darneel it's um uh mountain goats darneel sorry i'm i'm going through my memory is not what it should be um i I struggle from the same thing although john darneel (laughs) yeah now it's only me i don't have like four other guys to be like oh that's the thing that you were thinking of yeah and so it's it's john darneel and last season it was um one of the albums, one of his albums, they have like 40 albums or some shit because like, he's just, he's super prolific. Um, 
and he like had a they, they he put out an album like in the early 2000s and they had him talking about it and then at the end of the episode they would have different artists cover the songs and at the end merge put out a huge collection of all of those songs in in album order um and like it, it's really cool and so but it was it was interesting to hear his like thought processes on, on writing and so this season they just put out a new album so instead of doing an old album he's like well let's talk about this one and so you're getting a glimpse into this guy's writing process as they're about to release an album and now dude it's I, been out for like two months i love just I love just listening to people talk about their processes. Mm-hmm. I love but, I love listening to people talk about music. Like I mean, you know, I love are you talking are, yeah. are you talking R E M R E me, mm-hmm. and then um, you talking you two to me. And the R uh, the R E M podcast is so good. Um, I don't know if mm-hmm. you've kept up with it or you yeah, get a chance absolutely. to listen. Did you hear the when they had Mike Mills on and then yeah. they had Peter Buck on? I'm like oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I love that. I mean, I like the U two one that was great, but like I. I love REM. Like this I grew, one feels I grew more up alive. with REM. What's <laughs> this that? one this one feels more alive. Like I you yeah. two, I like a couple of their songs. I'm not tied to it the same yeah. way that others are, mm-hmm. but like with REM, like I got into REM through the podcast. I was not a huge fan of them until I started listening to the podcast mm-hmm. and then I went back and listened to the albums. I was like, "Holy fucking shit. Like this is great." Oh this my is- god, yeah. Like all the old um IRS stuff. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, but uh, yeah, I love that. And, and what was another thing that I really like watching recently? Uh, the Chef Show on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you watched all of those? Or I haven't watched all of them. I've watched a lot of them. So and good. I, I think, it's, yeah. it's so good. It's just anything with people that creating stuff, talking about their process. And there was one of the episodes. Well, they're all really great. But one of the episodes, they go to... Um, the writer director Robert Rodriguez's house mm-hmm. and he, he has a pizza oven in his kitchen. Yeah. And yeah, I remember this f- from like, he did like an extra, a DVD extra where he, it was like on all of his DVDs. It was like a cooking segment with him. Oh, he's an amazing cook. And yeah. they're making these fucking pizzas. Like, I, mean, I, I don't know. He, <laughs> he must have made like fucking 10 pizzas while they're talking and they're just yeah. fucking gobbling them up. And, you know, he's like, I'm not, he's not, he, I guess he's not uh, eating gluten right now. And he had made them like a cauliflower crust pizza. And even that looked really good because you make it with Parmesan cheese and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And, um, but it's so interesting, like him talking about like, like directing movies and how he got started and, uh, and then how that leads into, into food. And it's just, it's always so interesting. Like creative people just, they just need an outlet to be creative. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, and that, that's yeah. why I think like, I kind of came back to this and not to turn it back on me, but like, there was a while, you know, I was kind of done with the other thing. And then I thought like, man, I, I, I like doing it. I like creating things. I, I want to do something. And, you know, my kids wanted me to make this YouTube channel that, you know, was about disc golf and which is something that, you know, that I've always loved, but like now is kind of like a passion. I'm really horrible at it, but I like doing it. And they wanted me to make a YouTube channel. So that was good. I'm creating, I'm, I'm researching something. I'm kind I'm getting into that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, and then this idea kind of came up and it's just always nice to kind of have that outlet. And, you know, I, I explained that to my wife and, you know, the other thing took like, it took, it didn't take that much time, but you know, it was like, it was a commitment, you know, like yeah. every Sunday I had to do this thing and I had to do it a specific night because there were other people involved and it had, it couldn't be like a whimsy type of thing where I could do it on this night or I could do it on that night. Cause not everybody could, but if we agreed yeah. on this time, that is when we do it. Yeah. And so at least with doing this, I could kind of be like a little bit more fly by the seat of my pants yeah. and still feel like I'm creating something and doing something and, you know, plus having a conversation with some, cause I mean, how many times have we talked, but we don't, we haven't spoke about this stuff and it's the times when I'm sitting in the car and listening to a bone setters album and I'm thinking to myself, well, what's, what's Dan's favorite song to play or yeah. what does he like to do? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's that, that stuff is, is really, really interesting to me. So I'm glad to get this chance to, uh, to talk to you about all this. 
Hell yeah, man. Yeah, it's fun to talk about. For, for me, per, I, I like seeing how the sausage is made, so it's one of those things for me, too. I, I enjoy talking about it as well. Because it... I don't know. Like, it hits... Mm, it's one of those things where I used to talk to people in bands about bands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I got and, you. And, like, you start talking about, like, different processes that they use and things like that. And it's, it's that's always interested me. It has it didn't always interest the people in my band. Um, like, those conversations. But it... For me, I liked seeing how everything was done. Like, I... I worked at a record label for a little while, like on off and on for three years, like in their warehouse, just shipping out albums and learning a little bit about that from the label owner. And that was really, really awesome for me to get to see. Um, didn't really get to use that information anywhere, but it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Like because it was something that I enjoy and it's it was work in a field that I enjoy. Even if it was like packing up boxes or shipping out things, um, I w- it, it was like I felt close to it. Have you seen? Um, have you seen or heard about like Jack White's uh, Third Man Records uh, that he has? I think he has. <sighs> he has a couple of them. I think he has one in Nashville and one in Detroit. And it, uh, I saw this video with. Uh, Adam Savage from mm-hmm. uh, Mythbusters, and so I guess he has like a web series now, and he yeah. pl- he plays ukulele, and he's a really good singer too. Mm-hmm. And so, so what Jack White has done with Third Man Records is he's created this. This he's kind of created like a Wonka, a he, Willy Wonka place. It, I, like I can't even describe how much I like that guy. <laughs> okay. Um. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm. There's a lot of stuff about him that isn't good, but like his, <laughs> his philosophies like, on certain things. Like, hey, hun, let's pretend that we're let's pretend that we're brother and sister, and that we're fucking. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but like, he he's trying to preserve. You know, he's trying to preserve the thing the way things were. Like he doesn't carry a cell yeah. phone and. He like there was this thing uh, he posted yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, he he doesn't put po- he posted this thing on Instagram where he doesn't want cell phones at the concerts. And I heard he he was in this interview with I think it was Lars Ulrich, mm-hmm. and he was oh, talking I'm about. Sh- oh my god, I'm sure that was. <laughs> it was I'm, I'm sorry, I'm I'm not a huge fan of either of those two people. No. <laughs> so it was I'm good, sure. <laughs> but it, it was it, it was actually really good. And so yeah. but he was saying like he wants he wants people to be in the moment. You know, mm-hmm. and not like looking through their phone, and that right. I, I like. I and so with the third man records is basically like you can go in there and record a song, and they will press it and put it on vinyl for you. Mm-hmm. And it's I don't know, it's it seems like a really it's a it's a great idea, and yeah, it is very Wonka esque. It's so hmm. okay. So I I have as I'm as I'm growing up, I'm. I'm realizing that like my tastes in my, in my 20s, I would, I would say that my tastes were pretty twee. You know, I liked things because they had seven people in it. Or I liked like Wes Anderson movies mm-hmm. because he makes it look like a picture book. Yeah. Right. Like not really paying attention to some of the like, some of the things that were a little like off on the edges of those things. I like, I still enjoy Wes Anderson movies, but at the same time, I'm like kind of oppressed by Twee and it, Jack White for it kind of like embodies that to me. You know what I mean? Like he's like one of those guys that's just like, I'm going to do this. It's weird. You think he's, he's, he's being weird to be weird? Yeah, I, I, a little. And it like, I think that it's the same thing with David Byrne. David, I like. I read his how 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 uh, music works, and I really like it. It's a good mm-hmm. book. But he's he's just a weird dude to be weird. I think in the in, <laughs> like the the end end all be all sense. But 
I don't know, like Jack White's written some really good songs. I'm not entirely sure I like the guy. <laughs> he, 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 oh yeah, he's written like a ton of. I mean, the guy is like really, yeah. he's super prolific. And you know, mm-hmm. and, and you know, maybe I'm looking at it through a different lens than you do. You know what I yeah. mean? Well, obviously, I, I am looking at a different lens through you do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I, I like. I like some of his philosophies because I like, maybe mm-hmm. it's like me trying to grab nostalgia. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there, well, I think his, his entire career has been like trying to grab grasp at n- nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, for sure. And he's, he's an interesting character. I like, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, I think I found what isn't your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, and I don't know. It's, it's just one of those things where like, I try I th- not. To, I try not to be negative I think about that, things. I think we've had this discussion. I feel like we've had this discussion before. Yeah, yeah. I, I try not to be negative about things, and I try not to shit on things. Don't you dare fucking say a negative thing about Jeff Tweedy, or we're really gonna. I'm gonna end I this fuck, podcast. I fucking right love now. Jeff Tweedy. Like his book is his book is wonderful. <laughs> I, but have like, to, I have to read his book. It's oh, dude, it's it's so good. And it, it, if you get the audio book, it's read by him, so you get kind of the deadpan in there a little bit. It's nice. Ooh, I'm um, looking that shit up right now. Yeah, um, but I don't know. It's now now what I look for in my media that I choose to listen to mm-hmm. is I don't know. It's just like an earnestness. It's not so much like what what is fashionable or whatever sometimes it is i love that new justin bieber song with what's his nuts uh the ed sheeran have you heard the new ed sheeran song with uh who is it uh well it's a country singer so i know you like it chris stapleton and uh bruno mars (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like hell in a handbasket it is actually it's 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 like a it's like a rock and blues song Okay. Yeah, they were playing it. Um, there's a local radio station I listen to here, Preston and Steve. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just looking at Oh, sweet. This book is only, it's not that much money. I may no? get it. Get it. It's a good, it's a good book. It's a good yeah. read. Um, but they, they were playing it and they were like, guess who that is <laughs> at the end of it? Because this is, mm-hmm. it's a rock and roll radio station. They do not play Ed Sheeran. And they're like, yeah. it's Ed Sheeran and blah, blah, blah. And, um, it was actually it was really good. I guess he has like a new album out with uh, and the only Ed Sheeran I listened to is when my wife and daughter, yeah. you know, they, they they put it on. I mean, I think the guy is super talented, um, but it's just it's not something. Yeah. it's not a go to. There's so I I I heard the song. Jenny listens to the radio a lot, and she listens to a lot of pop. And there, like, we had just argued about that stupid wedding <laughs> and and then this song comes on and the opening line is i'm at this party i don't want to be at <laughs> it's like, like all right you've got my attention <laughs> because like it did such a concise job of setting the stage for the rest of the song mm-hmm. and it's like it, it's it's about like how he hates everybody except for the the girl that he's with at the party <laughs> and so I was like, all right, that's a really good song. And like the more I listened to it, I ha- I added it to the stream queue just so I could listen back to it. I'm like, that's a that song's written really well. Like it is it, like it strategically hits all the pieces that you need for a good pop song. And now I have this connection to it that I never thought I'd have to a Justin Bieber song, you know? Yeah. The the shaggy-haired dude from Canada. <laughs> When when I was like in high school, have you but. seen? Well, I was going to say. Oh, speaking of Ed Sheeran, have you seen a, uh, any previews for this n- movie? Yesterday, I think it's called Yesterday. Yeah, it's about a guy who mm-hmm. bumps his head, and nobody knows the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's. it's- <laughs> It's He's, a weird Twilight Zone concept yeah, for it, sure. It, it seems really neat, but it's by you know it's by the guy that did like you know Slumdog Millionaire and mm-hmm. Trainspotting and uh, Danny yeah. Boyle. And I there's there's like a scene in the trailer where he's he's in the studio singing Hey Jude, and Ed yeah. Sheeran's like, um, Hey, can we mind changing it to Hey Dude? Yeah, <laughs> like I think it'd really work. He's like, Ah, uh, no. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. That presupposes that Beatles songs in and of themselves would have gotten anybody famous. <laughs> Which I'm not entirely sure I'm in on that whole thing. I think it was like those four dudes. It's a time and a place, I think. It's a time and a place, those yeah. four dudes all together writing songs, loving each other, sometimes hating the shit out of one another. Mm-hmm. And, but like it it built this this mythology. One of my favorite stories is from is like when so George they're recording um Abbey Road or like yeah that was the well uh no they're not recovering they're they weren't recording Abbey Road it was the one that came after Abbey Road it was like the one it was let it be it was let it be okay so Let It Be came out after they had broken up, I believe. Like in, like a couple months after they had actually broken up. And then Paul McCartney was the first one to release a solo album uh, stating that the Beatles were dead. But during Let It Be, um, I think it was during the recording of Let It Be, like this, the song, that uh, Paul McCartney was trying to get George Harrison to play this guitar lick and George is just like you know what like why don't you just fucking do it like (laughs) you know how to you know how to do this you clearly know the part that you want why don't you just take the guitar from me and just fucking play the song yourself Paul like you want to do that and Paul's kind of flabbergasted because during this entire recording process ever since like Sgt. Peppers he's kind of like trying to be like the leader of the band, right? Yeah, but there's yeah. never really a leader in the Beatles. It's the, the Beatles. Beatles. Yeah. yeah. And so... Except for when it comes to writing credits. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And so, and like, George gets his one per album. <laughs> so, um, but, like, but, so that weekend, like, George left the recording sessions early, and he went, fucked off to Scotland or Ireland Ireland or something and he wrote Wawa. The the song that starts out Wawa, you made me such a big star. And it's kind of like a a piss take at Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's He was writing diss tracks back in the sixties. Yeah man. Yeah. It's like Wawa, uh you've given me a Wawa and I'm thinking of you and all the things that we used to do. And uh I I don't know like you say wow <sighs> you say wawa it makes me hungry because I just start thinking know, about wawa uh, oh, hoagies okay. now, and... <laughs> there and now I'm now I'm hungry too so uh, but, yeah I don't yeah. know so my favorite song to play on guitar is, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, probably House Fires okay it just yeah yeah that's a great one yeah, um speaking of Beatles one thing that they never uh, released is uh, I don't know if it's out. I don't know if you could find it anywhere, but I th- it was like in the the mid nineties question mark. They did this like ten hour miniseries on ABC of the Beatles. Just it was the Beatles anthology. Okay, and it, yeah, yeah. And it was interviews with the, you know the three surviving members, mm-hmm. and then like intercut with like all this unseen footage. And oh my god, it was so good. I just I wonder if you could find that anywhere. I feel like it's there was good. yeah, um, so good, so good. Uh, but Dan, yeah, thanks, buddy. Buddy, absolutely. I love you, man. I love you too. Like I, said, I, I appreciate anything. this. I appreciate this chat. Well, it, so many more questions, but uh, we'll have to we'll have to put a pin in this and do it uh, and do it yeah. again sometime for sure. Sounds fun. I'm um, down. But I, I loved hearing you know about you know the process and the struggle and 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 all that stuff. It's yeah. It, it's it's super interesting to me. And just, you know, questions that I've always wanted to ask you, but we just never get around to, you know. Well, I think you have my phone about. number, right? Like I do ha- I do have your phone number. <laughs> no, I only want to talk to you when uh yeah, being recorded. When it's recorded? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I that's 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 when I want to talk to people too. That way I'm covered. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's funny. You're definitely I mean, there's there's people in my life and you fit into this box where I could not talk to you for a long time 
and then yeah. come back and it is exactly like it was like there's no um you know there's no doesn't have to be a setup or any of this stuff it's just it's just yeah nice to talk to you and uh and i appreciate that about you that's what, that's what friendship is right like you're able to talk about stuff. exactly right buddy well uh well that's it for this episode thanks everybody so much for listening thanks dan again i appreciate it and uh we'll see you next time guys thanks so much